0: Most seasons in several sports are underway across the state. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In Bozeman, the Big Sky Indoor Track and Field Championships begin with the multi events on Thursday. The full meet kicks off on Friday. Among the top performers in the field include a pair of homegrown products who prepped at Bozeman High. Montana State Junior Lucy Corbett is the two-time defending Big Sky Indoor Champion in the high jump and earlier this season, she shattered MSU's program record, leaping an unbelievable six two, which is the top mark in the United States this indoor season. Like Corbett, Junior Duncan Hamilton also participated in the United States Olympic Trials in Eugene last summer. Hamilton is a multiple time national championship meet qualifier in cross country indoor and outdoor track and field. He is among the nation's leaders in the 3,000 meters and in the mile. In prep basketball the Eastern A Tournament gets started today in Billings. The Western A Tournaments begin in Hamilton. The Northern B-Boys Tournament is underway in Glasgow while the Western B-Boys and girls descend upon Ronan and Northern C gets underway in Great Falls. The Western C Tournament is being hosted by Frenchtown. And finally the Frontier Conference is into its postseason tournament. On the men's side, Montana Western plays Montana Tech in one semifinal, while MSU Northern plays at Carroll College in the other on Thursday. On the women's side, Friday, Carroll College plays at Providence, and Montana Tech plays at Rocky Mountain College in the semifinals. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Hope you're having a great week. Hope you're having a great Thursday. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Nuana's now. ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. We're coming to you, as we always do, proudly from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest, By visiting Northwest Motorsport either here in the Garden City at the corner of Stevens and Mount or by visiting online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. If you miss anything of the first hour of the show, you can always listen on the podcast. It's available on all your various podcast hosting platforms. You can also always find it on our station website, 1029espn.com. The podcast proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the advocates. First time on the show included Chris Redpath, our Big Sky Conference women's basketball commentator, taking us all the way around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Great conversation and uh, also included an interview with Tracy Sanders, the head coach for the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. So you can go check out all, all of that on the podcast. You want to be a part of the show? You want to? Call us, text us, let us know what you think about the Big Sky Conference basketball races throughout the league or you have anything else you want to talk about. Go ahead and call us or text us. 406-888-1029. That's 888 Remember that because in about 25 minutes, we will be giving you the opportunity to win a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warden's Market. I love the WAPA and the TBLT, but they have all sorts of good stuff down there. also have a great soup selection in their deli. They always have special uh, lunchtime meals each day of the week. Thursdays is Meatloaf Day. That's a good day. Coming up about 5.30, we'll have an opportunity for you to win a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warden's Market. Warden's Market, Missoula's oldest grocery store. Down here at Dahlberg Arena with University of Montana men's associate head coach Chris Cobb. If you hear some background noise it's because Lon Al Martin, junior guard for the Grizz, do a little shoot around here. We got to tell you what we're doing these days. FCC regulations. Got to tell you when we're pre-recording. Cobb, what's up, man? You haven't been on in a while.
1: It's uh, It's been a little bit. I, I come whenever, uh, whenever I get an invite. No, so, sure. you know, and, and to talk Grizz hoops, maybe we talk Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, <laughs> NFL. So we, uh, no, I appreciate you having me and excited to be here. First of all, you are
0: a bay area guy the golden state warriors had their great run and then they sort of had this this moment where people thought they disappeared i knew that they were going to be back as soon as they got all their guys back healthy but uh must be pretty good for you to have the warriors have the second best record in the nba right now
1: yeah i uh I, i i've liked the warriors since i was a little kid um I don't follow the nba nearly as much as i should just probably sure. because we're uh we're sitting here and i when i spend my time watching film i watch just back college basketball right oh. um but yeah it's pretty cool i you know i mean it's it's uh you give them a lot of credit because they kind of remade themselves right like right on the fly and uh, drafted well and kind of did it the way that you're supposed to do it so um yeah bob myers has done a good job and We'll see. Now they got, now, now, and you start looking on Twitter and you find all the social media. Now they got LeBron and Bronny going to the Warriors here in, in right. three years or four years. So, uh, God, yeah, God knows what'll happen. But yeah, Warriors pretty darn good. I, I feel so bad for LeBron James's kid because everybody's just
0: like, well, he's going to go to the NBA because he's LeBron James' son. It's like, it's not that easy. I don't really know. Like, he could be an exceptional college basketball player. He's still not going to go to the NBA because no one goes to the NBA. It's kind of just how it goes. Um, let's, let's talk about this last couple weeks for you guys. Um, Talk about a roller coaster, but this league is kind of a roller coaster, too. I mean, every time you think that a team loses a game, you're like, well, that's a bad loss. Then said team goes and beats somebody else good, too. I mean, there's a moment in time where Idaho had the longest winning streak in the league after they were the worst team in the league. So it's just been up and down, up and down. Uh, But, I mean, what's it been like kind of navigating this thing? Because... This was completely unique. This is even different than last year where you have all these random postponements and cancellations and all of a sudden you're playing on Mondays. And then, I mean, speaking of the NBA, every team in the league has played like an NBA schedule, like eight games in 17 days and crazy stuff like that. So, I mean, what's it been like trying to navigate it all?
1: Uh, You know, it hasn't been too bad. I think uh, for us, just finding consistency has been something that we've struggled with the last... Three weeks, right? Um, You know, we were obviously playing really good basketball up until that point. It seemed like the top half was just kind of beating the bottom half. Uh, That's flipped for whatever reason, whether it's the amount of games and certain days, whether it's, Hey, we've, we've lost so much. We're at the bottom of the standings. Now we're going to play free. Um, so there might be a little bit of that. Um, I think for us, it's just day to day, right. And just doing the, doing the things that's necessary to that go into winning, uh, and that, uh, that we, you know, that we look for and we define as grizzly basketball in terms of the standards. So we've done a bad job in terms of our consistency. We've shown glimpses at times of, Hey, we can be really good. Um, and I think that's something that when we talk and when we look at stuff as a team, uh, uh, it's like, hey, you know what? We, we can be good. We know what the formula and what the recipe is. But then it's just the consistency day in and day out. Emphasizing that standard,
0: how, how tough is that? Especially when you have, I mean, like your guys' core is all sophomores. So they've been here a little while. I mean, they can see the arena, the Hall of Fame, all that stuff. But it, it is one of, it's the main theme for almost every team that plays in Montana, for men and women's basketball, is how do you live up to the standard? So how do you teach guys that?
1: I think uh, Travis does a great job of just communicating it and talking about it. I think the pride that he has in the tradition of the program. And then I think you walk, like you said, you walk around, you walk through the halls, you go into our locker room, you see, you feel it. Um, It's something that we heavily talk about in recruiting. Um, So guys know before they get here that those banners are a big deal and that there are players from where they're from or from, you know, states where they're from that were a part of that. Um, So I I don't think that this young group or this newer group totally understands it completely yet. Um, But I think that they're starting to figure it out that hey, there's a difference when you go play at Idaho or you go play at Idaho State. It is different than someone else from the big sky showing up in that gym or that arena so i think for us the guys are slowly learning that there's a standard in terms of for ourselves but then also what the montana game means to a lot of the teams in this league so um they've done a good job we have to be better as coaches in terms of the consistency that i think we help them with um but the future's bright. I think we really like the group that we've got and the core that we've got, and um, we'll keep getting better. We talk about this with the Lady Grizz on the show a lot
0: just because they had such an unprecedented run of success. I mean, you're talking about 20 win seasons for almost 40 years in a row, which is unbelievable. I mean, Robin Selvig, I think, won 21 Big Sky titles. It's, like, hard to even fathom. But that sort of omnipresent shadow looms over everything. It's You, you analyze the Lady Grizz through... What are they doing right now under a first-year head coach? But also, how does that compare to all of the history? And sometimes that can be detrimental to the analysis, right? It's the same thing with what we're talking about with Grizz Hoops. So how do you turn it into a positive? Because what we're talking about can be such pressure on guys, right? But you want them to embrace that pressure. So how do you get the the positive element of the tradition to sort of ring through to players? Uh,
1: I think um, what we're going through isn't uh – I don't think it's foreign to Grizzly basketball. Like, if you like look it's like it's the true. the the way we're trying to build this um, in some ways is kind of what this place is all about. Like, build it the right way, build it with a core group that kind of builds and comes through together and understands it. And then sprinkle in the transfer here and there where um, – uh, you're you're lacking, or maybe someone left, or someone didn't develop quite the way that you wanted them to. Um, and so, I think in some ways, we, we're trying not to cheat the process and 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 roll with it. So, um, I think obviously, if you, if you look at the banners and you look at Robin's uh, success, it's a little m- more consistent and a little bit higher level than uh, what we got going on the other side. But but both programs have had an incredible amount of success. Um, and I think what you see a common theme. I think Brian on, on the women's side is going to do the same thing where it's let's build it the right way let's build it with good kids let's build it with good uh players and then let's try to sustain for as long as we can and and do it and i think you look at, at our run here with trav um we've done that we've brought in really good high school players and then kind of sprinkled in with with the guys that we need and i think we're we're right there on the cusp of i think hopefully uh, getting on the the peak again
0: New Orleans, now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Chris Cobb, University of Montana, Associate Head Men's Basketball Coach, joining us here on ESPN Radio. Um, You guys coming off of a long break, so it's been sort of all over the place, but now you've actually had a little bit of time to catch your breath, but you play at Southern Utah on Thursday. So what's been the point of emphasis coming off that Idaho loss last Thursday, coming into this game in Cedar City on Thursday? And... Secondly,
1: your last trip to Cedar City I don't think anybody's that sad about that (laughs) No, no, it's not an easy place to get to Um, We got a heavy amount of respect for them Obviously what they did last year and then just their consistent play this season uh, Played them, you know, it seems like yesterday I think compared to some of these games right? we haven't played Northern Colorado in what it seems like Two years, (laughs) yeah Um, We just gotta be better, you know, like you you, you talk about leaving the Idaho game Uh, Obviously, uh, we have to take better approaches starting out these games, we have to have a probably a little bit healthier respect um, to not look at the record and obviously that the rest of the big sky is kind of going through the same thing uh, anybody can beat anybody on any night we got to be better as coaches in terms of the game plan and adjusting to what they're doing to us um, and I think that is probably the most important thing is that as a staff we got to be better um, and, yeah, so I think we've had a good week of practice. I don't think anybody's lost focus of what we can do. I, I was telling somebody this morning that they start those 30-for-30s, right? And the start of the 30-for-30 back in the day it used to be like, what if I told you right. that on a fall day in October, you know, whatever, uh, I think if I said what if I told you that the Grizz would win 6-7 in a row and, and figure it out and get more consistent. I, you know, So I think you're always thinking glass half full like, hey, we're right on this, and we can do it. Um, we've done it. We started off eight and two, or whatever we did. We can turn this and 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 ride a, a good wave over the next two to three weeks. But it starts with our consistency and our approach day in day out. And um, it's easy to say, it's hard to do. And. Um, our staff has to do a good job of getting the guys in position to do it, and then they got to go out there and and, and and make the shots and and uh, and guard the other team. So,
0: the fact that it's uh, a neutral site tournament that everybody qualifies for—I mean, h- how do you balance that? Just being at your peak when that tournament rolls around in a couple weeks at Boise.
1: The nice thing is this group did a good job last year. Went down there and won two games, so there's some confidence in terms of playing on the court, making the travel, winning games on that court Um, last year. You know, I I think there was one team obviously that we really struggled with all season. um, That if we didn't run into them, who knows what happens, right? Um, I think it's kind of how we felt. Uh, They were pretty good, Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of confidence going down there on a neutral court and saying, okay, let's let's see what we got. I think seeding is going to be really critical this season. Like, who do you Uh, match up with. Who do you play night one? Who do you have to play night two? Do we get a bye? Those are all things that are really important to it, but I I do believe that we feel like we can go down there and play well and, and play with anyone and also lose to anyone. A couple weeks
0: ago, Southern Utah was in town. I thought that it was a, it's a great sign of some of the growth of your players because the first Big Sky Conference games ever for guys like Brandon Whitney and Josh Bannon and Robbie Beasley came against Southern Utah in those weird early December games a couple years ago. And when he—when John Knight had the ball in his hands then, he saw two freshman guards guarding him. He said, well, I'm just going to take these guys in the hole over and over and over again. Well, that wasn't the case um, a little bit more than a year later. And you, you can really tell. I thought it was a great example of, how Brandon Whitney's evolved as a defensive player specifically. So um, h- how much has changed since then? And uh, is it a similar game plan now on Thursday with uh, going to Southern Utah with this uh, this aggressive, hard-driving team in the Thunderbirds?
1: Yeah, it'll be a, a huge challenge. I think at home uh, they probably play to the crowd. They play to playing on their home court a little bit more in terms of the aggression they play with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, attacking the rim both with the ball and then on the offensive glass. I think that's a huge key is just the offensive glass to keep them off. Um, but it's such, we, we've had great growth and we're going to continue to, I think, see it. That's why we're optimistic with freshmen and sophomores that you can uh, have good development, have good growth. Last year, those were their second, you know, we played USC and then we went directly oh, right. to Cedar City. So it was a mess last year. You know, <laughs> Josh Bannon had no idea uh, the <laughs> level of physicality uh, that those guys were going to come with, right? There's an intensity to them they had played Montana uh, and and wearing the Montana jersey was important Uh, we didn't understand that at that point Um, so you know obviously we showed a couple weeks ago on that Monday night that we could be good we could beat teams like this Um, I'm sure they will be very revved up they played really well the other night at NAU um, and we're going to have to be ready for the level of aggression and and emotion that they're going to play with. It's
0: an interesting dynamic as well because the, the hype that comes with the rivalry game between Montana and Montana State is a huge part of what you guys have to manage and mitigate every single year, every single matchup. But you have a game beforehand. So does that help uh, when, with, the, with the Cats looming on Sunday? Or, I mean, how do you manage it? Because, I mean, you're going to have an extra day to get ready. That's a good thing. But, I mean, they're dealing with a lot of the hype because that's their only game of the, of the weeks. But, I mean, it, does it help in terms of sort of mitigating the hype?
1: No, no. You want me to answer honestly? No. But here's the thing I look at, right? Like, we could, as you could say that about a million different things. I think uh, they're going to sit there. They're going to game plan for what it is. Is that fair? Whatever. I don't know. I have to look at it this way. Uh, we have a great opportunity to walk in tomorrow night and say, hey, we can play really well at Southern Utah, have great momentum going into the game, uh, and, and kind of be... Uh, ready to go, right? Like, and and I say this because I think, you know, yesterday I was talking with Riley. uh, I felt like last time when we were at Montana State, we'd had like a little bit of a break. um, And I thought it took us a little while in terms of the rhythm offensively. So you never know, right? Like, it can go one way or the other. I always believe that like, hey, like as a coach and as a leader, you have to show up and like, hey, guys, this is a great setup for us. Like, let's go play well on the road at Southern Utah. Let's come home. Let's have a day of prep. You know, two days of prep, whatever it is. um, and then let's go play against a really good team that's in first place in our league. So I think you could look at your approach to how you do a lot of these things any way that you want to, but you control the narrative, and, and that's how we have to look at it.
0: Nuwana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Chris Cobb, Grizz, assistant men's basketball coach, joining us here. Um, last couple things for you, Coach. The, the pairing of teams in the span of a weekend are so interesting, too. Like, there was a there was a moment in time when, like, Barrett Peary was at Portland State and Brian Katz was at Sac State. You play those two teams back-to-back. That's a tough turnaround because they're so different. What do you? These, obviously, Southern Utah and Montana State are not travel partners. Southern Utah doesn't even have a travel partner at this point. But what what's the comparing and contrasting? Just the turnaround from what you're going to see Thursday to then what you're going to see Saturday because they are pretty different styles as well.
1: Yeah, we actually just did it a little bit, I think. Like, we played Weber on that Thursday, and then you play Idaho State on that Saturday. Um, And then you come back and you play Southern Utah, and then you play NAU, and then you play Portland State, right? Like, those five games were like, what the hell are we doing here, right? (laughs) Um, But uh, I think uh, here's the thing. Both teams are really talented, so there's, like, a consistent level of um, talent that each team's going to put on the court and offensive firepower. Uh, Obviously, Montana State takes, like, a really good – sense of pride in terms of the way they're going to guard you. Uh, And that's similar to what I mean is to like the Weber game where it might be a little bit quicker paced and there might be more possessions as opposed to Idaho State and Montana State where, you know, I think they're both, those teams are going to walk in and say, all right, let's let's guard you let's let's make this a little bit more of a you know physical game let's let's see what we got in the half court so um and i think the thing that makes montana state good is that they can beat you a number of different ways um so yeah it's it's tough game to game but i think what's nice is that you get a couple days in between to be able to say okay here let's reset here's what montana state's going to look to do um southern utah is not as difficult because i think uh we just played them it feels like two weeks ago right so uh montana state's been a little bit of ways away. Um, so we'll have to revisit that and come up with a little bit better plan. But uh, it's always challenging, right? You say Portland State, Sac State. There's nothing worse than right. <laughs> when, when you had Barry Peary and Coach Katz um, down there because you're playing two completely different styles. So um, it, that is one aspect that is challenging game to game in a weekend.
0: One of the most interesting
1: parts about the big set. Well, last thing for you, Coach,
0: what's it going to take for Montana to go on a run here? Well, I mean, when the Grizzles are playing well, what are you doing well? How do you hone that in? God, I don't know. I'm
1: going to ask you that question, right? That's the, we're trying to figure that out. Your,
0: your garden and Josh Bannon scoring 25 points a game, and you're having Robbie Beasley make threes and Brandon Whitney's playing both sides of the ball. That's what you guys are at your best. Yeah, I would agree with you. Maybe uh, the guy's shooting free throws here. If he hits a good if Lionel Martin hits a couple threes, that's pretty. Uh, that's a good boost for Montana too.
1: You got a good. Uh, you got a good scout on it. I, I think here's the thing. I think the biggest thing for us is we need to guard. We can't let our uh, offense affect our defense. Uh, we need four double double-digit scores. I always think that like that's the big thing is like we're good when we have four guys that can get us into double digits and the scoring's balanced and um, and we're getting good production on offense. When we go into scoring lulls uh, is when I think we're struggling in these games. Um, but I think it's also about approach, about a consistent approach. And then we got to be better coaches. Like, I think we got to do a better job with our team in terms of just the consistency, game in, game out, um, with everything. So we have it in us. Um, we have the ability to, to do it. And, um, I think we will hear the next few weeks. Chris Kai, Grizz, Men's Hoops. Chris play
0: at Southern Utah on Sunday. Grizz play at Southern Utah on Thursday and then host Montana State on Sunday. Thanks for joining us, coach. Appreciate it, culture. Thanks, man. Around the big sky in men's hoops, presented by Skyline Sports. Listen to Nuwanez now on ESPN Radio. We're going to talk a little bit about all the action in the league. We're also going to hear from Todd Simon, Southern Utah head coach. But first, pay some bills. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana, by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Zula's Most seasons in several sports are underway across the state. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In Bozeman, the Big Sky Indoor Track and Field Championships begin with the multi-events on Thursday. The full meet kicks off on Friday. Among the top performers in the field include a pair of homegrown products who prepped at Bozeman High. Montana State junior Lucy Corbett is the two-time defending Big Sky Indoor champion in the high jump, and earlier this season she shattered MSU's program record, leaping an unbelievable six foot two, which is the top mark in the United States this indoor season. Like Corbett, junior Duncan Hamilton also participated in the United States Olympic trials in Eugene last summer. Hamilton is a multiple-time national championship meet qualifier in cross-country, indoor, and outdoor track and field. He is among the nation's leaders in the 3,000 meters and in the mile. In prep basketball, the Eastern A tournament gets started today in Billings. The Western A tournaments begin in Hamilton. The Northern B-Boys tournament is underway in Glasgow, while the Western B-Boys and girls descend upon Ronan, and Northern C gets underway in Great Falls. The Western C tournament is being hosted by Frenchtown. And finally, the Frontier Conference into its postseason tournament. On the men's side, Montana Western plays Montana Tech in one semifinal, while MSU Northern plays at Carroll College in the other on Thursday. On the women's side, Friday, Carroll College plays at Providence, and Montana Tech plays at Rocky Mountain College in the semifinals. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Explosive debut album. This was. I don't know what ever happened to these guys. A little God smack for you here on a Thursday. Hope you have an outstanding day. Hope you have an outstanding week. It's Nuanas now. ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're watching on YouTube. No matter how you're watching the show, appreciate you being here. We continue our conversation about the Big Sky Conference on the men's side, the league title race. Certainly still up in the air. Montana State remains in the driver's seat. They do not have a game tonight. They do not play again until Sunday when they come to Missoula to play Montana. The Grizz play for the final time, at least as Big Sky Conference members, against Southern Utah down in Cedar City. So uh, not a lot of tears about uh, not having to go back to Cedar for the Grizz or anybody else in the Big Sky, mostly just because it's a tough place to get to. It's a tough place to play, so uh, probably not a lot of uh, disappointment when it comes to not having to go back to Cedar, but it should be a good one in Cedar City tonight, and uh, it's a big game for Montana. Coming off of a week-long break after losing at Idaho last week, the Grizz have lost four out of six, including three to teams that were in the bottom of the standings, the only bottom-dwelling team that they haven't lost to is in the last week and a half or so is Sac State. They lost to Northern Arizona, they lost to Idaho State, and they lost to Idaho in the span of a little over a week. So Montana's got to figure this thing out as the calendar gets closer to March if they want to make a run. Southern Utah has been all over the place, but they've mostly been really good when they're playing teams they're supposed to beat, and they've had a tougher time when they're playing teams that they're not supposed to beat. Uh, I, I mean let's be frank, they are the defending Big Sky Conference champions in the regular season, so I don't really know which teams they're quote-unquote not supposed to beat, but if you look at the, their schedule against some of the better teams in the conference, they've had some struggles and they've been feasting on the teams towards the bottom half of the conference, so it's sort of a, a dichotomy here. The Grizz have been really good against some of the best teams in the league. They beat Weber State um, earlier this season. So, w- which teams show up tonight? It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But you look at Southern Utah, their record here in their last time through the Big Sky Conference, they're eleven and five in league play. They have uh, good wins over Eastern Washington, Idaho State, Portland State, of course, but they their losses are to Northern Colorado, Weber State, Montana State, Montana. So basically, the top. Teams in the conference, the first five teams in the conference that aren't Southern Utah have been the teams that have beat Southern Utah. Southern Utah has basically feasted on everybody else. SUU out of the big sky and into the WAC. So this is their last dance in the big sky conference. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Colter Nuwana's coming to you here on a Thursday. Hope you're staying warm out there. It is not nice weather in Montana but we get used to it in Big Sky Conference country. Joined now on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line by Todd Simon, the head coach of the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. His squad hosts Montana tonight in a crucial Big Sky Conference game. Coach, first of all, how's the weather in Cedar City? Are you guys below zero like we are up here in Montana?
2: Uh, it just about feels like it. It's, uh, okay. we're, we're, we're covered in white stuff, and it's it's, uh, it's 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 significantly colder than it's been. So, yeah, no, we're, we're feeling that cold down here, too.
0: It was, it's a very interesting uh, matchup between you and the Grizz because you guys played so recently. You played up here in, in Missoula just a couple of weeks ago. And the scheduling thing has just been so wild. It's hard to keep track of everybody, just wh- where they're playing, who they're playing, when they're playing, all this stuff. Um, but what's what's it like when you do have to play an opponent uh, that you've recently seen? And, and how do you hope you guys maybe respond from, from what was a loss in, in Missoula a couple of weeks ago?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, I don't mind it at all. You know, I think you... You have a familiarity, and and uh, you know, particularly when, when when you don't you don't perform like you want, you want to get back at it. So that's, that's it's, that There's some pros to it as well.
0: No doubt about it. And uh, it was a a back and forth game in Missoula. And I know that you guys have had a couple really good games lately. I watched the game against Montana State on Saturday. watched you guys against Northern Colorado as well. Uh, saw so all sorts of battles right now in the big sky. So what do you think of just the overall landscape of the league? Because it seems like the, the margin of victory in this league and, and uh, just the balance in the standings is, is probably as strong as it's been in a long time.
2: Yeah, no, great league this year. Top to bottom, yeah, you, know, you have to respect everybody, and and uh, yeah, and it's just a, a little bit of a marathon with the rescheduled games. I mean, it feels like we're traveling, getting up, playing, traveling, getting up, playing, and and uh, you know, it's just kind of a, a unique, unique year. And uh, so, yeah, we're certainly in the middle of that marathon right now as we speak, and and you know, that's part part of the deal. But it it, uh, it certainly is a deep league this year.
0: New on is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Todd Simon, Southern Utah head men's basketball coach, joining us here on a Thursday. His team hosts Montana tonight in Cedar City. Hey, Coach, just tell us about your team a little bit because I know you guys have a lot of veteran players, a lot of guys that I've gotten accustomed to watching because they've been around for a really long time. I believe nine seniors on your roster. So how does that sort of just cater to what you can do as a coach? Do you feel like having veteran guys, you can do things more complicated? Or what's what's sort of the dynamic like of just having a a bunch of veterans on your team?
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's a good good thing. You know, we've got guys that are in the system for multiple years. We're probably going to have our fourth, uh, thousand point score on the roster here in the next couple of games. And, and uh, you, you know, you've just got guys that kind of know it, the ins and outs, what we're doing, the rhythm of this thing. And it gives you a little bit of a confidence, you know? And, and so we're, our guys are, are, uh, you know, premature about how they're handling things.
0: The, the talk of the transfer portal has been the dominant talk when it comes to college sports for the last little while. And, uh, you know, I think that there's some scrutiny towards it, but also there's a lot of ways that you can have uh, great improvements on your roster. I know you guys have a couple guys that maybe didn't come necessarily from directly from the portal, but that are transfers to your team like John Knight and, and Tavion Jones. So those guys now, after being in the league for a couple years, have you seen them sort of settle into, to this level of competition and, and what sort of impact have they had just on your roster in general?
2: Yeah, we, we've, we've been a beneficiary of it and, uh, you know, for us, you know, we're still building a lot of our core around our our you know, incoming freshmen and that sort of thing. You know, I think four of our our top six minute guys are kind of homegrown guys, so to speak. But uh, but, but we have you know, Teffian Jones, John Knight, or just a couple on Moody that have had uh, a significant impact on our team uh from that portal and, and you know, it's all about fit you know that's our whole thing we just want guys that are the, the right fit for for what we are and who we are and and it doesn't really matter where they come from but if uh whether it's portal high school junior college you name it but that's really what we're focused on what's the right fit for us
0: what is the right fit then for a guy to come to southern utah and has that evolved uh, over the years in your time there
2: yeah, I mean, I think we've stayed pretty true to what we are. I think our pool's gotten bigger as we've had more success, and we could get a little more notoriety, you know, so I think we've, we've been able to uh, you know, just be a little bit more picky and choosy, but you know, we want competitors, right? We want good, good people, good players, but guys that are competitive, and then, you know, from that standpoint, we can develop uh, with the work habits and and uh, the skill level. We, can, we feel like we can enhance a lot of that stuff through just our, our, our commitment to training. But, you know, we want guys with the, with a spirit about them. And, and uh, you know, I can really, really hate losing and, and want to really compete. And if we can start from that base, you know, we, we kind of build around our system from there and and think that uh, we can feel the competitive team.
0: Todd Simon will join us here on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. He's the head coach of Southern Utah men's basketball and Coach we we seem to have you on you know once a couple times a year whenever you're playing the Montana schools, but now you guys are on your way out of the Big Sky, so we'll have to circle back around to make sure to get you on a couple times when you're in the whack as well. But just take us through it. I mean, what's it been like playing in the Big Sky? What do you think? What's your perspective on Southern Utah uh, leaving the league and, and joining a, a different league?
2: Yeah, Big Sky a tremendous conference. I don't think anyone. Uh, Truly appreciates just uh, the level of of of, of basketball that's in this league outside of the the inner circle of officials and coaches and players, and uh, it's it's a high skill level league. It's a lot of shooting, you know. It's really tough kids, older kids. A lot of lot of. uh, you know, guys that are you know maybe on their second go round of it, or or junior college guys, just it's just a different kind of league and the mental toughness it takes to play in this league with the travel. You know, we're, we get in three thirty after our game on Monday, right. like you know, and we the guys are in class <laughs> at seven and they're in weights at nine and they're practicing at three. You know, you it's a, it's, it's some of these locations are pretty remote and it's difficult. And uh, I think we've had. Four or five, uh, you know, flights. First thing in the morning, up at four a.m. Got to get to the airport because there's only so many options in uh, the way airlines have, have kind of streamlined things. So you got to do the best you can. And, and uh, but it's a tremendous league. You know, we'll, we'll go to the whack, and that's that's going to be a heck of a basketball league. I think that's certainly uh, trending toward uh, uh, on the up with all the additions that they've had. But uh, I think we're also leaving a tremendous league, and, and, and I think so I don't think it's going to be a, a massive adjustment necessarily.
0: When I think back on discovering you guys the last couple of years, particularly in the Big Sky Tournament, uh, there's definitely some defining moments. I mean, I, I remember the game when uh, Randy Anusser scored a million points. Probably, I think he actually had close to 50. It was like a triple overtime game against Montana State. You guys had that great game against Northern Colorado, and they were the two seed, and you just absolutely drilled them. But do you have a favorite memory of your time in the Big Sky, or, or maybe just a few that, that uh, you'll you'll hang on to uh, as you guys move forward?
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, winning the regular season championship, which which we all know is is hard to do. Um, that was that was a big moment for us, just as a program to to kind of go through the trials and tribulations of last season and be able to win those games down the stretch and so that was important. You know, we've been to three straight semifinals. We working to get over that hump but but all those had had, you know, defining games for us. You know, being two seeds and being Idaho when they were they were cooking and, and Northern Colorado and know those are fun those are fun moments. And obviously in that first year we're starving for victories and you know, kind of save some things in the bag just for the tournament, and it kind of works out in triple overtime in an all-time classic. You know, those those are those are fond memories, and uh, you know, we've we've had a lot of great people come through this program, which we've been able to share that with, and I think that's that's kind of the fun part. And it'll be we'll miss we'll miss competing against a lot of the coaches in this league. We'll miss uh, uh, you know a lot of the faces that we get to see in the road, and and these are great uh, college towns in the big sky. So we'll certainly miss all those relationships.
0: Todd Simon joining us on so Utah men's basketball head coach here on Nuanas now. And, uh, coach is on the coaching note. Uh, you take, you're, you're going head to head with a guy that's been in the league now for eight years and had a lot of success in the league and Travis to So, um, how would you just describe coach secure coaching style? I mean, what do you think has made him as successful as he's been now? You know, second, second all time leading winner in the history of the university of Montana
2: yeah you know those teams are always gonna be talented and physical and uh, you know you' you're they're they're always gonna be tough at home and, and, and you're gonna have to you're gonna you're gonna have to compete you know there's there's not, there, they never roll over for anybody and it's 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 gonna be uh, you know a knockdown out deal uh, here tomorrow and, and and that's the way we want it you know Coach secure is a fierce competitor and and uh, you know so certainly uh, not miss. Going into these battles, but they're, they're they're fun college basketball games, and, and that that part is has been has been pretty cool. But I certainly respect the, the heck out of uh, the, the the ball coach that he is.
0: Well, no doubt about it. Well, let's talk about tonight's game briefly before we let you go, Coach. What are some of the keys uh, for you guys if you are to take down Montana? And what is sort of the 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 dynamic of this matchup uh, with a defensive style team like Montana is coming to your barn?
2: Yeah, we've, we've got to embrace the physicality. You know, it's, it's it's going to be a game that we're going to make free throws. We're going to have to get to the line. We're, you know, we're going to have to stay on attack, uh, make open shots. You know, I think we we believe that, you know, offensively we're playing at a, at a good enough pace and with, you know, good enough fundamentals right now that we feel like we can get some shots. We just got to be able to knock them down. And, and then on the defensive end, we've got to do a better job on Bannon who, who really scored the ball in the first team and, and uh, you know, take away some of those time of, timely threes that they made.
0: Well, Coach, we appreciate it. We'll look forward to seeing you in Boise and uh, best of luck with the Grizz tonight. Thanks so much for joining us here on ESPN Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Todd Simon, Southern Utah. His team hosts Montana tonight. Cedar City. Big game for both squads. We'll take a look at some of the other games around the Big Sky Conference right after this. Keep it right here ESPN Radio.
2: This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula.
0: What's we'll up, Montana? Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Appreciate you hanging out with us here on Thursday. You can find amazing winter savings at Northwest Motorsport. Visit NWMSRocks.com for the biggest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, and SUVs. Take back the road with Northwest Motorsport. You can get pre-approved, line up a test drive, even an appraisal for your trade-in, all at nwmsrocks.com. If you missed anything in the show today, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as by The Advocates. Is your life upside down right now because of an accident that wasn't your fault? Call 406-640-4444 today. Because you deserve an advocate. The advocates will take over the stress and frustration. So all you need to do is relax and get better. Call 406 640 Or go visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And don't forget to follow the advocates on social media for great information and giveaways. You deserve an advocate. Let's take a look at some of the other games around the Big Sky Conference. The Montana State Bobcats, alone in first place, a program record 13 Big Sky Conference victories already for MSU. They do not play tonight. They play again on Sunday, 3 p.m. here in Missoula against Montana. The rest of the slate for tonight's games includes Idaho State playing at Northern Arizona. Idaho State was uh, really struggling early, and they've been a little bit better, uh, but they've had a really hard time on the road. They're only 1-12 away from Pocatello. So which Idaho State team shows up? The one that drilled Montana a couple weeks back or, or uh, the team that's sort of struggled to put the ball in the bucket most of the year? NAU showed well when they were in Montana. I watched them against both University of Montana and Montana State and was actually impressed with NAU, but a team without any seniors, they've had a hard time finding a rhythm. They're 5-11 and 11 in a league play, so a game ahead of Idaho State. So that's a, a one that is good for the standings. Uh, for, uh, it's, a, it's an important game for jacking in the standings. Um, although I don't really, I think the seeds probably matter less this year in Boise than they have in a really long time. I think there's a lot of different coin flip matchups and uh, a lot of different teams that other teams would relish playing. And some squads that other teams would not want to play. So the ins and outs of the matchup situation is definitely interesting. All the big sky games tonight include Eastern Washington at Northern Colorado. Don't look now, but UNC has been surging. They've won a couple in a row, and they're up to 11-5 in league play. They are tied with Southern Utah for third place right now in the league standings. And they're a game ahead of Montana, who's alone in fifth. Eastern Washington has been sort of up and down, but they do have wins uh, recently over Montana State and Weber State. So a couple good wins. That shows you the the level they can get to. Eastern sits alone in 6th at 8-8 in league play. So a big one in Greeley tonight. Of course, Montana plays at Southern Utah. Idaho plays at Sac State. The Vandals have won 4 out of 5, and they sit at 5-11 in league play. And uh, they have the longest winning streak in the league right now at three consecutive wins. So Idaho at Sac State. Sac State, Sits in last place, 3-13 in league play. And then the last one for the evening, Weber State sits alone in second at 12-5, and 5, and they play at Portland State, who is 7 and 7-9 in league play. So um, some good and important games, but I'm definitely going to have my eye on mostly the Montana at Southern Utah game as well as the Eastern Washington at Northern Colorado game, those two games. The most important when it comes to jacking in the standings and chasing those first round buys. Saturday's games includes Weber at NAU, Idaho at Northern Colorado, Idaho State at Portland State, and then Eastern Washington at Sacramento State, and of course the Cat Grizz game takes place 3 p.m. in Missoula on Sunday, and then there's a Tuesday game I can never remember covering a big Sky game on a Tuesday. Southern Utah is at Montana State, so um, that'll be a big one as well. Bobcats still have some big matchups as they continue to chase that regular season Big Sky title, which would be their first regular season Big Sky title in 20 years. So they are in the mix for that, for sure. Uh, but they still have matchups against Montana, Southern Utah, and Northern Colorado to finish the season. So there's going to be some battles. It's going to be interesting to see. A 15-5 and five record It might be the the winner in this league this year. Um, but we'll see. The only team that really has an inside track to be better than that, the only team that actually mathematically possibly could be better than that, is MSU. So can they finish the deal? Can they finish the run? The Big Sky Conference Indoor Track and Field Championships are underway in Bozeman. The multi-events got going today. So that's the pentathlon on the women's side, the heptathlon on the men's side. So you're talking five events for the women Seven events for the men during the indoor season. Um, and uh, the full meet gets underway tomorrow. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, I'll be in Bozeman broadcasting from Brick Breed and Fieldhouse. And then I'll be back here in Missoula by Saturday night for the women's basketball game. So it's going to be a lot of driving, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. And uh, much look forward to coming to you live. I love coming coming to you live from uh, multiple Live events It's just fun, and it's, uh, it, it's cool that we have the technology to do it. And uh, I hope you enjoy it as well. But we'll have plenty of in-person and live interviews during the show tomorrow. We also have our good friend Carolyn swinging by the show, chick who does no sports, and I promise it's a funny one. <laughs> she, she brought it this week. So that'll be good. No Rajim Seabrook tomorrow. Uh, only just because of the, the, the logistical challenges of him being in studio, me being remote. But we'll fill plenty of airspace. There's all sorts of athletes I'm really excited to see in this indoor championship. But more than anybody, I'm excited to watch two Bozeman products who are competing right now for Montana State. Lucy Corbett, one of the best high jumpers in the United States of America this year. She went 6-2 earlier this year, which is one of the top marks in the country. And Duncan Hamilton, he has top 10 marks in both the 3,000 meters and the mile. And uh, what do those two have in common? Not only do they both compete for Montana State, they also are both from Bozeman, went to Bozeman High School. So pretty cool. There's a couple local kids ripping it up on the Big Sky Conference track and field scene. So if you've never been to an indoor track uh, championship, it's a spectacle to behold. There's all sorts of stuff going on all around you. It's very uh, visually stimulating, and you're going to always have some action to watch. It's also, though, cool because there's so many kids from the state and the region that compete at Big Sky Conference schools, so it's cool to see sort of the local flavor. And uh, that's the part about track that I love the most, is you can win a national championship in track and field anywhere if you have the marks. Uh, you know, Lucy Corbett could certainly make a run at a national championship in the high jump, and Duncan Hamilton could certainly make a run at a national title in the 3,000 meters, so It'll be fun to watch them, as well as a variety of other elite athletes in the Big Sky. You can follow us at Skyline Sports MT on Twitter for full coverage of the meet tomorrow. Also, have some sit downs with some Montana State people over there, which we'll share with you uh, probably throughout next week. Working on a big profile on Darian White, and so I'm sitting down with her. Uh, so that'll be fun as well. We'll be back at it from Brick Breeden Fieldhouse at 4 p.m. In the meantime. Enjoy your Thursday evening and be good. We'll see you tomorrow. It's New Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big.